Welcome to the Brandon Bloom Podcast, the place to be to learn how to grow your business's visibility online organically. I'm your host, Liz Fleming. Let's dive right into this new episode. Well, what do you know? Summer is here, officially, in just a few days. Oh my goodness, where has this year gone? We're already six months deep, (laughs) and now school's out for summer. All my Alice Cooper fans, raise up. Um, Yeah, so there is a lot going on right now in this big old world that I want you all to be braced for as business owners. Every year on the podcast and in my trainings for the Bloom Crew, I do kind of a summer prep training. This is kind of a more condensed version of that because if you want the super goods, you got to get in with me and the Bloom Crew. Um, So there are three steps that I want to share with you that I highly recommend you take to set your business up for success this summer. I'm taking a lot into account, especially what's going on with the pandemic and the response, things opening back up. I'm also looking at the upcoming seasons ahead of us and, you know, consumer buying habits, lifestyle changes, all of that. I keep my finger on the pulse in many ways for you as a marketer to help you best navigate these new waters. So are you ready to jump in with me? All right, let's do this. So Step number one, if we're looking at summer prep, I want you to think about the type of business that you run. So what is your most profitable time of year? Are you in it right now? Are you about to be in it? Or like most makers, is it the end of the year when we're looking at back to school season, we're looking at the holiday season from Labor Day all the way to Christmas. So Now is prime time to really look at your timeline because you've got a good few months in front of you to really get prepared and things are going to be different this year. And I'll jump on that in a minute. But the first step that you can take really is just visualize where your business is at right now. So do a quick self audit, like take stock of your platforms. What does your summer look like personally and professionally? Are you going to be dipping out on some vacations? Are you trying to only work a few days a week, a few hours a week? Will you be having staff? Will it be just you? So how will your schedule change? And then in terms of content, I want you to think about What are you posting manually for content? So think about your social media platforms. Think about your blog posts, your email. If you're also doing a podcast, what content needs to be created for this year as well? So looking at the summer, you know, especially if you're planning to take some vacation time, that is amazing. Highly recommend that you do that. Um, But you can't just kind of go radio silent on your channels. I mean, you can, but it's just going to be harder to come back to when you come back to your desk or your office or your shop, whatever it may be. So don't let people forget about you. Definitely have some sort of plan of action for your content. I know it's really easy, especially when you have the anticipation of time off to just want to leave things. And social media can get really exhausting and overwhelming. But the more you prep in advance the easier it's going to be to come back to because people will remember you and your audience will still be active. So on that note, so think about the content that needs to be created and sort of the frequency and how it's being disseminated. Is it manual? Is it automatic? 
and um, just taking just kind of an overall self audit of your progress. Right now, June 2021, you're six months into 2021. What have you accomplished? Do that self audit and then assess what your goal is in terms of launches or um, big announcements for the remainder of the year. Um, Okay, step two. This is a big one. (laughs) Um, This summer in particular, especially now, schools are out um, for the summer, which is going to be really confusing for a lot of parents because they had already pretty much had their kids at home for the last year for quarantine. It was just kind of chaotic with virtual days and in-person days and a mishmash and a hybrid and, you know, teachers really rallying and doing their best to make it happen. Parents rallying, doing their best to get their kids to, you know, um, just go through this whole new weird process. So people are tired and people are ready to get the hell out of town. (laughs) So with this in mind, there's a couple of things. So step two here is just be mindful of people's current buying habits and that they're going to change this summer. So already with a bunch of members inside of the Bloom crew, we've been talking about this a lot and how to navigate it, is they've noticed a big dip in their engagement online. They've noticed a big dip in their sales. And it's nothing they're doing personally. It's just the environment. So if you think about it, now that people are getting vaccinated every day, there's more people who are vaccinated. Now that the weather is warmer, at least here in the United States, <laughs> we're definitely about to be in summer. Um, some of us, like those of us here in North Carolina, have been battling uh, the 90 degree heat for the last two months. In any case, that kind of stuff, as small as it is, totally can shift people's buying habits. So they're online later versus earlier, and they're not really online as much checking in throughout the day, especially if they're taking vacations. And of course, all countries are different. So, you know, what's happening here right now might not be the same thing that's happening over in the UK or Europe or, you know, everywhere is going through something different, especially with COVID-19. So this is something we have to continue to be mindful of and be respectful of. So consider your audience, your core demographic, where are they residing and continue to meet them where they are. But knowing this, you know, even though people are in different severity in terms of the pandemic, maybe different places have different restrictions. Some places you know, are just opening up for the first time. So my clients in the UK are like, where the heck did all my customers go? And it's like, yeah, they're outside. They're they're shopping in person. They're doing what they can. They're getting out of their confinement. So those are all things to really be mindful of. But what you can do to try and get ahead of this, to best get ahead of this, your best bet is sort of when you also do that self-audit and you're taking stock of your progress, include an analysis of your analytics, specifically for email, your website, so Google Analytics, and social media, because people are going to be online at different times for different durations, all because of this 
new way of life that we're in right now. Things are starting to feel, quote unquote, back to normal for a lot of us here in the U.S. Of course, still being careful, still being mindful, but the fact that it's warm out, it's green, it's beautiful, it's breezy, school's out for summer, <laughs> parents are taking some vacation from, from virtual and the office, and they just want to spend time with their families. I personally have not seen my family in a year and a half, and I'm about to see my mom this weekend for the first time. It's the longest time we've gone apart. You know, my dad will be here too. We're getting my grandma down here all very safely. We've planned it out. But that takes a toll on people, you guys. Really, it does. So people aren't going to be at home you know, stuck at home, clinging to their phones 24-7 and like buying stuff all the time. It's really going to shift. So keeping stock and checking on those analytics will give you better insights into when your audience is online. And insights for social media in particular have gotten pretty good. So even if you're just looking at, you know, you pick your main social media platform and stick to that. Um, For example, if Instagram is your main priority platform. Keep an eye on those insights and know that over this month, it may take a few weeks for new data to aggregate in there. It will tell you the days of the week your audience is most active and the times of day that they're most active and then also the gender demographics and where that that um, traffic is coming from. And you know, as with everything online, take it with a grain of salt, but it really does give you a good overview of when your people are online because there's no point in you, you know, pressuring yourself to create content, create more content than you need to. That's not what I'm getting at. You certainly, because these consumer habits are changing and shifting, does not mean you should be creating more content. It means you need to be creating content that serves your audience when they're online. So checking those analytics is going to help you best deliver that content. So when it's shared, you get the engagement and you can really capitalize on that. Um, given the changes. And this is something that you should do all the time, not just because of COVID and summer and all that's going on with us, but Analytics is huge, and it's something that you should really keep an eye on and review between you and your team regularly because they change all the time and they change twofold based on what the consumer themselves are doing and then also what the platforms themselves are doing and how those are changing. You know, we hear that word algorithm all the time, and Platforms like Instagram and Facebook, Pinterest, TikTok, all of them, pick a channel, they change every second of the day. They are constantly being tweaked. So that is also going to influence the analytics that you see and how people view and see your content when they're scrolling in their feeds. So data is so important. Even if you're not a numbers person, these platforms do make it quite easy for you to review and see what's going on. So your goal here, just because people's buying habits are shifting, lifestyles are shifting a bit this summer, and people aren't going to be online as much, does not mean you need to kill yourself to create more content. Focus on that quality. Create really good content and post it at the prime times. 
So keep an eye on those analytics. I sound like a broken record, but trust me, it works. I've been doing it for years. Okay, step number three is one that I've advocated for for many years, my friends. And I know it's one that a lot of you are afraid of, but I'm going to tell you that once you do, uh, you're going to be really pleased that you did. (laughs) That is automate as much as you possibly can in terms of content and systems within your business. So if you're planning for time off this year, I don't want you sitting on a beach checking your phone and trying to get an Instagram post out because it's Wednesday at 7.35 p.m. That should be handled. You have to plan for this stuff because it totally impacts your self-care habits, it totally impacts your personal life, and honestly, you shouldn't be tied to your phone 24-7, and you shouldn't feel like you're constantly, like, scrambling to reinvent the wheel and to post something, and, you know, I, I know that feeling when you look at your phone and you're like, ooh, I haven't posted in, like, eight days. <laughs> Better get something out. That's not a strategy. So what I'm trying to help you focus on here is really trying to systemize and strategize a bit better. And this is just a few ways that you can do it, but automation is totally going to change your life if you're not doing it already. So a few examples of content automation and some of my favorite programs, some paid, some unpaid, to do this are programs like Tailwind. I use that for Pinterest. Pinterest is a big one because you need lots of content in order to get good views and good click-throughs. So no one's going to sit there manually and pin 57 times a day. There are programs to do that for you, my friend. So Tailwind is fantastic. Um, I've used Buffer, which is great for like Facebook and Twitter, uh, LinkedIn as well. Um, Planoly is my favorite for Instagram. It's the most uh, user-friendly for Instagram. It's beautiful, easy to schedule both posts and stories. Hootsuite is another popular one for kind of the big four, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. Sprout Social, that one is paid. It's kind of on the higher end, but it's really like covers it all. HubSpot is great. And then, of course, Facebook in and of itself has its own built-in scheduler, but you can only schedule out for like 60 days or something like that or 45 days. So I would consider automation... Uh, for your channels, especially your most used platforms. If you're happy with posting manually for some of your channels and that's just how you roll, keep going for it. You're not doing anything wrong. I'm just trying to make your life a little bit easier this time around. And I get this question a lot. Um, People are afraid to use automation programs because they're afraid it affects their views and their engagement. Um, There's no hard proof of that. I think everyone's engagement is different. So experiment with it and see what works for you. I do it and I still get good engagement because I've been doing it for a while. And that's just how I want to operate my business. Like I have to weigh (laughs) the pros and cons, you know? So Do I want super engagement, but have to post manually every day in order to get it? Or do I want, you know, consistent engagement and posting manually? I mean, automatically. So I've 
chosen to post automatically for my business in most instances with the exception of like stories those typically are real time and live that's more casual and fun but for your planned content it is possible to schedule stuff out even on your website I know with Squarespace that's the program that I use you can schedule out blog posts and you can schedule out emails so don't forget about that stuff too if you send a regular newsletter prepare those and schedule those out. Uh, Flowdesk has a great feature for this. Actually, most of of the email platforms that are good out there uh, have this feature like ConvertKit, Kajabi. Um, I haven't been on MailChimp in a while because I find it really clunky and not user-friendly, so I have no clue what's going on inside of there right now. But something to consider with your email marketing platform is really just to plan all around. So those are my three big tips for summer prep. First, step one, self-audit your business and your progress to date. Consider what launches you have coming up. If you are a maker, whether you're selling products online or in store or at a market, you need to consider what preparation is gonna look like for your upcoming holiday season. Buying habits for this holiday season are also going to be different. Um, people's funds have really been affected from the pandemic. A lot of businesses have closed. Please shop small if you can. (laughs) And that's something to consider. People may not be buying as much this year. And on the flip side, people might buy a bit more because they're going to be with their families again. So it's just something that you have to review in terms of your audience. I can only do so much. I'm here as a guide. (laughs) But the holiday season is always kind of, you know, I feel like every year it just creeps up on us. So right now I'm coming in hot six months in advance to help you plan for this. Because if that's your most profitable time of year, you're going to want to be ready. So start auditing, taking stock of what you need in terms of help, in terms of product, in terms of materials, and what your launch this year is going to look like. Remembering that people need simple and they need fast. So we have Amazon to thank for that. (laughs) We have online shopping to thank for that. Um, Just think of the user experience constantly from end to end when you're doing this progress, this self-audit. It's really important how, how people are approaching your business and what their experience is with you. Step two was kind of along that same line. People's buying habits are going to change. So outside more, different countries, different seasons, different levels of severity with the pandemic. So be mindful. You got to know your audience. Survey them if you need to survey them. I highly recommend getting as much feedback as you can from your people and not just assuming what they need and want. You'll be really surprised at how many people are willing to give you feedback. And then finally, step three, automate as much as you can in terms of your content to level up and make your life a lot easier. It's going to free you up to do more meaningful things like take time off with your family or just to work on more meaningful things inside of your business and not be glued to that phone or your computer all the time. So know that there are resources out there for you to help you scale your business 
and be a happier business owner. Because we all want that, don't we? Good gracious, it can be so stressful to be doing this solopreneur life. But let me tell you, when you have systems in place, it really makes a huge difference. And it does take some getting used to, but again, like anything that you can do to streamline your day-to-day workload is going to make you more productive and it's going to make you a lot happier (laughs) as a person and a professional. So those are my three top tips for how to best set your business up for success this summer. If you guys have questions, I want you to hop over to the link here over on my website, drop them in the comment section, Um, hit me up via email or on social media. I'd love to hear from you. This is a big topic and it's one that we're going to continue talking about. And as always, if you need more help in this regard, in terms of your business, I would love to invite you into the Bloom Crew. So if you're interested in that, it is closed, but shoot me a message and we can work something out because I don't know when I'm really going to open it again because I am going on maternity leave soon. So there's a lot happening. Um, but you are set up already for success after listening to this. Go back and re-listen as many times as you need. And remember that you've got this and I've got you. And I want to see you continue to bloom boldly wherever you're planted. Did that go by too fast? No worries. You can always find me over at elizabethfleming.com. That's E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H-F-L-E-M-I-N-G.com. For more information about my programs and how to take your learning further with me, there's also a free marketing checklist that you can get your hands on right now if you'd like. So head over to elizabethfleming.com for more. And if you loved this episode, I would love it if you left a review in return. It helps so much. So tell your friends about it. If you want to share it on social, the official show hashtag is Brandon Bloom Pod. And you can also tag me everywhere. I'm at Ms. Liz Fleming. That's M-S-L-I-Z-F-L-E-M-I-N-G. Everywhere on social media. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next time.